This is a Soulfire production. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm here with my lovely co-host, Teal Cooper. Hello, hello. <laughs> Do people ever make jokes about, like, I love you, Beth Cooper? Never even heard of Beth Cooper. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you never seen that show? Never. It's a movie. I've never seen it. With um, Hayden Panettiere. Is that how you say her name? Oh, she. I like her. I love you, Beth Cooper. It's about this guy who's obsessed with Beth Cooper. Oh my God, maybe I should watch you it. You should watch it. I would like it. Teal Cooper. Such a classic. Okay. I feel like you have a famous person name. I love that. Teal Cooper. Cool. I have recently been obsessed with all things brain health, optimizing cognitive function. I mean, what else is new? But I've been on an extra kick of this recently, which has brought me back to my obsession with Organifi Pure. If you guys haven't tried this out, you need to get your hands on it. It tastes like lemonade, but it really, really boosts your brain performance. All you do is mix it with water. I usually have it like in the first part of my workday, and I pretty much immediately notice a difference in how my brain is working. It really helps with memory and focus, and I just feel like my brain's on fire. So if you're like me and obsessed with all things cognitive function, then definitely try this out. Some of the main ingredients are Neurofactor, a compound isolated from organic coffee berries. And clinical research has shown that this has increased BDNF up to 206%. And BDNF is brain-derived neurotrophic factor, a protein in the brain responsible for increasing memory, learning, and the survival of brain cells. There's also baobab, which is an African fruit that improves digestion, full body hydration, hashtag cold thirst, antioxidant support, and helps to protect and repair brain cell health. Plus other incredible ingredients like apple cider vinegar, aloe vera, ginger roots, lemon, some digestive enzymes, just supporting all things gut and mental function. And it tastes super good. I mean, it just tastes like a lemonade, but not filled with all of the crap and sugar that's in other lemonades. And of course, 100% USDA certified organic. Not only does it taste delicious, but this is another time expansion hack because we all know I'm all about productivity, getting things done more quickly. And when my brain is working, optimal function, I can get things done more quickly. All my creative juices are flowing and maybe that's how I write books in two days. Who knows? So if you want to try out Organifi Pure or any of their other incredible products, because yes, I do have an entire cupboard dedicated to Organifi, just in case, just head to Organifi.com slash CTC and use my code CTC for 20% off your order. That is spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC, and that code will get you 20% off your entire order. So do you want to illuminate us on how to consciously reject someone? That's what I was going to ask you. I I want to give a little brief overview on what my situation is with this person I was talking about and then ask you how to handle it. Okay. Like if you were me, what would you do? Okay. I can tell you what I would do, but. So should I explain first? Yeah. Okay. So where do I start? Met this person. We have like 40 mutual friends. He felt very comfortable. Like a person I went to college with. Wait, wait, wait. Everybody, we have 40 mutual friends. It's true. On Instagram, it was like literally 40 mutual friends. Do you friends. think this person is going to ever listen to this and know that? No. Okay, okay. I probably not. And if they do, then it'd be good for them to hear. <laughs> Brutal. I um, love it. And yeah, met for drinks. We basically had like three to four, four dates, but every date was very casual. Met for drinks, then we got, went to the beach, watched the sunset, ate some tacos after. And then he came over, had tea one night, and then he lives really close. And then we went, I went out with him and his friends. 
And I think it's important to note the pursuing stage because it's telling to know someone's intentions based on the dates, you know, like not all the time, but it started to give me like fuck boy vibes in the sense, mm-hmm. you know, if someone's not yes. like making the, in- I, I know, but this goes back to what I was telling you before about the clarity from the beginning of what are you looking for? So you just know straight off the bat, like, are you looking to just like have some fun or are you actually looking for a relationship? And I'm looking for a relationship. Yeah. And we had this conversation and you're like, I don't need to bring that up. <laughs> bring what up? That conversation. Oh, I still believe you don't need to bring that up. Okay, because I disagree, I could, but it's fine. I could tell based on his actions where he lies, where he stands. Okay, but also then you wouldn't be disappointed. Yes, but I'm not that disappointed. Okay, okay. Because... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, first date was impeccable. I was like, this guy's amazing. Like, we really hit it off. Great connection. Like, all wow. the things I've been looking 10 for. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Impeccable. <laughs> Asked me great questions. Like, very inquisitive. Seemed like he was, like, really trying to get to know me. As we were hanging out more and more, I'm starting to realize this guy is kind of like a frat boy that's not growing up. Loves partying, loves talking about partying. Welcome to San Diego. Literally. Um, an amusement park. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And then um, starting to realize everything that he says or asks me, he says it to bring it about back to being around himself. Very kind of like loves talking about himself. Kind of like self-obsessed in a sense. And I don't know. Just, Yeah immature energy, not man. And it's clear there was like five other people on the roster based on his actions. You can tell he's not really like intentionally trying to get to know me. Feels kind of surface, even though there was depth in some conversations. So there was hope, whatever. Go out with him and his friends. As the night's going on, I'm, I'm slowly getting more unattracted and unattracted as the night's proceeding. And I now I'm like, okay, well, nothing's really needing to be ended. We weren't like dating, but he asked to hang out again. So how would you go about that situation? Because there's a part of me that's like, well, we got so long so well the first date. Maybe there's potential. He's just like not being him, his true self. He like needs to be put in this place a little bit of like, whoa, I'm actually projecting and I'm scared of being my authentic self because of X, Y, Z. And there's that potential if we got along so well. But also, I don't really want to be with someone or give my time and energy to someone who's like that. Yeah. Well, if you want my opinion. I want your opinion on all of it. My opinion is I don't think that acting from a place of I should put someone in their place is the answer. (laughs) 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 Ever. (laughs) Uh, If if that's a byproduct, then it is what it is. But if I know that I want to do something just to put someone in their place, that's usually my – I shouldn't do that. It's usually my ego. I think that like with the place you're at in your life and if if it was me, like I don't really care to give – any space for people to just like take up space in my energy field. And so if that was me feeling how you feel, I'm like, yeah, I want a relationship. Then I would just be like, yeah, I don't think this is a fit. So like wish you the best. Like I would just be like, like hold my power like that. And the thing is like, if there's hope or if he wants to recalibrate, if he's like, oh shit, then he's going to like, he's just going to respect you more of like, oh, she doesn't fuck around, you know? But I think the problem is like when people keep staying in situations, hoping someone's going to change and, I don't know. I mean, I think there's nothing more attractive than somebody who like has their boundaries and is like, I know what I'm worth and what I'm deserving. I'm just really not going to entertain this like fuck boy, 18 year old boy. Uh, And that's, you know, like you do you. It's just not a fit like because I'm looking for something. Yeah. And I think I've recently had that intention shift where it's like now I'm ready for a relationship, but I didn't necessarily feel that way until literally right now, like today. Because of how draining it is trying to get to know someone, getting excited about someone and then being let down of like, oh, actually you suck. I thought you weren't let down though. Okay. But I was this let is what down, I'm saying. I think let it's down so by important. the energy exchange of like, you're drained. Yeah. Look, I just want to, I just want to say my opinion here. Um, I have felt like 
I think you guys all know this, but it's so bizarre to me. Like this one group, right, in San Diego, like I just feel that the dating maturity level is very low. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is why there's so many unsuccessful things happening is because people are just unclear. Like direct communication is the key. You know, and I think what happens is people, they're saying, oh, I want this type of relationship with this depth and this maturity. And like they're showing up like we're 18 and it's like, oh, I'm not going to talk to them. I'm going to play this game. Should I text them back? And it's like, that's the frequency you're coming into it with. And I think that's very much the energy of like a lot of like that part of the San Diego bubble. And it's so bizarre to me. It's like, well, of course you're not going to get what you want when you're acting from that energy. And it goes back to like these conversations that, I mean, you know, I push on some of our friends of like, just like be direct, like crystal clear communication. Like how how are you going to show up in the relationship? And it's so bizarre to me how many people are so unclear, don't want to have a conversation, don't want to just say what they want or they need because they're afraid of pushing away that person or whatever it is. And it's like, well, if that pushes away that person, then they shouldn't be there. <laughs> like it's not going to work. I think, okay, for this example, it's like, yeah, me saying it, there's not enough that went down. Like there wasn't a relationship created to where it requires this like, you know, let's go our separate ways. Cause yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and it's like, I don't want to, I'm not assuming that he likes me either. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things where is it, I don't know. So I mean, new? I think about like when I was in my like hardcore dating stage, um, when I j- first moved here and I felt like it was the same kind of energy every time where it was like I would go out with somebody once or maybe twice. And like, I think after the first two or three dates, that's where it's like, you're basically evaluating like, is this the right fit or not? And, you know, we'd like go on a date or two and then there would be a conversation of like, if it wasn't going to work out, I would like, there would be a text of like, hey, I think you're great, but I just don't think that we're compatible. So I wish you the best. Like there was always that closure because that's respectful. For sure. And I should send that definitely. Yeah, I think it's just important to be clear. It's like when people do this thing where they're like, are we friends or are we dating? It's like that weird, does he That's like how me? It feels. It's like we're uh, friends like right now. That, that lack of clarity is just a hard no. Like that is just I agree. And if you're feeling that way, that's telling that that person is not really looking for yeah. a relationship. Yeah, totally. Or else they'd be pursuing yeah, you and taking somebody, you on dates. Here's the thing. I've been thinking about this so much for myself over the last couple of weeks of like always updating. What am I looking for in a partner? And how do I deserve to be treated? Right? And I've been like, getting so clear on writing that down. I'm like, I deserve someone. Like if somebody is wishy-washy, that's a no. Oh yeah. 100%. 100%. You know? And it's like, what do I know about, you know, people who know what they want? Like they're clear in it. I think about myself. Like when I know what I want, I'm very direct. I'm clear. No wishy-washy energy. And I do not want to receive wishy-washy energy. Right. If I'm not a hundred percent yes for you, then it's a no. So please move on. Um, Yeah. Earlier you said, I think it's good for you to be hanging out with people casually. I think it's good for you to like be exploring different things that you don't like. Okay. This was a straight, you knew from the beginning, he's fuckboy energy and like, will he shift versus somebody who you're like, this person has a great personality, like stable, grounded, shows up for me. And there's not chaotic energy. It feels stable to let that have some room to breathe and grow and develop. Got it. Yeah, I agree with that. Right. And I think it just depends on the person. Mm-hmm. But I think like you're at a space where it's good to like give people more of a chance. Than just a lot of people. Yeah. Like we talked about, like, I, I just think for a, like, a lot of the most stable relationships, it's not this intense thing at the beginning. It's like you grow into it, you know, mm-hmm. and it has more of a stable energy to it. That's what this year is really teaching me is the relationships I've had that were so intense in the beginning, which is like what I thought I wanted, is actually very unsustainable. So what do you think the intensity was? um sexual like 
the fire, mm-hmm. like sexual chemistry of like the passion of like you feel that way. So like then, that spark. So and then what makes it shift? Like wh- where is that? Well, what happened with this person is that I realized I don't actually want to, you know, hang out with this person anymore because he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but like with, you know, it's it's a compatibility thing that makes yeah. it shift. It's like actually this person is not what I want in a partner. Mm-hmm. You know? So and- then that's the difference in intention. It's like going into it. Like if you know that, you're like, okay, in the past, I thought I was attracted to somebody and it was great because I had this intense sexual connection, like that fire. And now I'm recognizing, okay, what I'm looking for, if I'm looking for a partner, it's these traits, right? And I'm not like, that's an important piece, but that doesn't mean anything without what I'm actually looking for. Yeah. And the other piece can grow with time. Yeah. But it's like what you're actually looking for, are like what are these other values or like how, how I'm feeling in, in this. I mean, what we're talking about before with like the depth. I mean, I think for both of us, the most important thing is the level of communication and conversation. And if we can't go there, it's a no. And that's the, I'm realizing is the hardest thing to find right now. It's like, it's everything for me. Stimulating conversation with depth, literally on my Hinge profile. It's like, that's yeah. one of my answers on like what will win me over. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like, and it's actually rare to have that with someone. In this fucking place that we're in. But I also think you're kind of looking in the wrong places. Well, I probably am. <laughs> I think that you you want that package in a certain way. And so you're like trying to find somebody who's packaged in a certain way and then they can have that versus like, this is my priority. And then I'm going to allow the universe to deliver it however it's meant to be packaged. What would you say your priority is with dating? Like what's the one thing that you want over everything? Oh my God, one thing? I think I know what you would say. Like how you would want to feel or like, I can't pick one. Like I want to feel seen. I knew you were going to say that. You knew. Yeah. Seen and reciprocated. I. That's exactly how I feel. Seen and reciprocated. I don't think I've ever felt. I mean, I've been in a big, honestly, the last couple of weeks, and I feel like a lot of people have been going through this. I've been talking to some of my friends about it. I've been in a big like fuck everyone energy um, and like hermiting where I was just evaluating a lot of different situations in my life and realizing how many unreciprocated relationships like they're not even relationships. It's like just people lingering around who think that they're entitled to my energy or my time. And I'm like, you're not like, it's just like an unreciprocated energy and you're in my field. So Nothing please clear it out. That. Yeah. Please like, no. And like you're, you keep, no, 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 like not doing that. Um, and I've been like in this spiral cause I've been thinking about overgiving and like, like when did I become an overgiver and where did that start? And then realizing, wow, like this balance between I really love helping people and showing up for people. And I'm, I'm a really fucking good friend. Like, I really believe I'm a fucking good friend. Like if somebody needs me, like I'm there, you know, and I give my all. And I think again and again throughout my life, like I have found myself in situations where I feel like I'm giving my all and really showing up for somebody and they're not showing up for me. And I'm like, why did I keep letting that in for a while? Why do you think that was happening or is happening? I mean, I don't feel like I have friends now who do that, um, but I've just been, you know, I think in the past, a lot of that was, uh, I mean, parental wounds, right? Sister wounds, like like trying to like, oh, if I do enough, then I'll I'll be good enough to, to get love, like if I do enough, right? Mm-hmm. And I think also just feeding into like where I had been programmed of like, oh, you're a good girl if you give, 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 and don't get anything in return, you know? And so I, I was like, whoa, that's like not, that's not going to work, you know? Um, yeah. And so I think just in, like, I don't think I've ever dated someone who I felt fully reciprocated. Mm-hmm. Like fully seen. Yeah. 
with how I show up. Yeah. So that's like some, you know, they just get it. So that I think sure. those are the top two. Yeah. And I think for me also, I think about like, what's a requirement? Confidence. Because if somebody is not confident, like you won't have a f- chance. Like it, it, I will steamroll you. And I can't deal with that, you know? So like they have to be really confident at their core. Like I can't deal with insecurity. I have to be a really direct communicator because I am. Like I can't deal with the tiptoeing, like hiding shit. If like I'm super direct and clear, like I need somebody who can meet me um, at the level of conversation in terms of just like, like the way we show up to conversation. Like not, I can't, I can't do the like shutting down, walking away, not saying what I'm thinking. It's just not going to work. Yeah. So that makes sense. So I recently posted on my stories that at this point I'm drinking three to four packets of Element a day, which I know you might think is aggressive and I'm not I'm not giving that as advice. But what I will tell you is that Element has totally changed my life and my body is just thriving on a few packets a day. Thriving. If you don't know what Element is yet, let me let me tell you because... I have an obsession. These are my favorite electrolytes. I used to be very anti-electrolytes because they're typically filled with so much crap, so much sugar, coloring, artificial ingredients, like all that extra stuff. And so I was very anti-electrolytes. And then I found out that Rob Wolf was co-founding this company. Everybody was talking about it, tried it out, and oh my God, my life changed. And I know a lot of people think that electrolytes are just for people who are really intense athletes. I can assure you I am not. I really think most people have an imbalance in electrolytes. And for me, a lot of the symptoms I was dealing with when I wasn't having enough electrolytes that originally I freaked out about and tried to blame on something more serious was I felt like I was just always retaining water. Like I would drink a lot of water, but it wasn't absorbing into my cells. I was having a lot of headaches. I was feeling tired all the time. I felt like my brain wasn't really working that great. I had a lot of brain fog and I was hungry all the time. I had a lot of different cravings. And so I'm sure just from me listing those off, there are a million things that could be causing that. We can jump to blood sugar dysregulation or gut dysbiosis. Or for me, I would jump to mold. And you know what? (laughs) It was simply an electrolyte imbalance. If you're eating a whole foods-based diet, if you are active, if you drink a lot of water, I mean, there might be a chance that your electrolytes are off. It's a pretty common thing. And the number of people who have tried Element told me, wow, I didn't even realize that I wasn't feeling great until I added these in. I mean, happens all the time. They taste delicious. I have multiple packets a day. I put the chocolate one on my coffee and then my other favorite flavors are the citrus salts, the watermelon, and the raspberry. So good. And the best part is now my code makes it so that for every single order you place with my code, you will get a free sample pack that includes one packet of every flavor. So whether you are new or returning customers, if you go to drinkelement.com slash CTC, which is D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash CTC, that will also add a free sample pack to your order. And they offer a no questions asked refund policy on all orders. You don't even have to send it back. So you really have nothing to lose if you want to try it out. Place your order, try it out. You'll get that free sample pack and yeah, nothing really to lose, but you're going to love it. So again, just go to drinkelement.com slash CTC to get that free sample pack and let me know what your favorite flavor is. I was talking about this with someone else the other day. Like, what do you think instills confidence? Like, think people are born confident or what makes someone, you know, 
I, I mean, the classic keeping promises to yourself. And I think about where did my confidence really get built? It's keeping promises to myself. You know, when I say I'm going to do something, I do that. But the way I really think about how did I build my confidence is I showed up for myself. Like it's, it's the, the knowing of if I was like by myself, everybody left me, whatever, like I could pull myself out of a hole. Like I'm really all I do need and I can take care of myself. And I think it was like through different situations growing up, all my health issues where times where I felt like, well, I'm really in this alone. And I realized like no one's going to save me. Like I'm going to do this for myself and then proving that to myself and proving to myself that I've been in some really like, you know, scary situations and like I always pull through. So I have this trust with myself of like, I always know I'm going to pull through for myself. And I think where like with the lack of confidence is I don't know if I can fully show up for myself or will I be okay by myself? You know what I'm saying? It's like proving to yourself through situations. Yeah. Like no matter what, like I've got me and like I would bet on me every time. And like, you know what I mean? Like we think about in a relationship, oh, I want that person I can just lean into and I know they're solid. And I'm like, I'm that person for myself. Yeah. 100%. And so if you don't feel like you're that person for yourself, you're like, I don't know if I could do that for myself. I don't know if I'd be okay. I don't know if I could pull through for myself. Then you're not going to be confident. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? I think so too. I think, let me ask you a question. Were your mom and your dad confident people growing up? I don't know. That's kind of hard to say. Like, um, I don't know. Because I think a lot of, for me, was example. And my mom and dad were both very confident in mm-hmm. like what they were doing in life, how they were like carrying themselves. And I feel like I learned to be that way because of them. But then yeah. it was also through life experiences that I like showed up for myself and confidence grew over time. Yeah. I feel like my parents, I think like most people, like my parents weren't outwardly like Growing up, I thought they were confident. And then, you know, you get older and you're like, everybody has their insecurities. And I see where this insecurity is playing out, um, like anybody. But, you know, what's funny is I was – a lot of my, like – I was talking to my my mentor about this. I'm like, a lot of my – like, the authority figures in my life that imprinted things on me actually wasn't my parents. Like, it was actually a lot of, like, other adults, uh, not my parents, that were, like, a lot of the – my parents were models, but – I don't know. I, I spent time, I feel like a lot of time around other parents and a lot of my wounds, like a lot of my mother wounds are from teachers. Like most of my mother wounds are from teachers. Like most of my trauma work and healing has have to been around like my relationship with teachers Wow. that I had. I was really close with a lot of my teachers. That's where a lot of the perfectionism came from. Like, you know, growing, it was like, I was always like wanting to be perfect. So like my teachers would think I was good enough. My parents were never like hard on me like that. You know, my parents were always like, yeah, you're doing great. Like, <laughs> same <laughs> like you, you go christina like my mom would always tell me she's like you know you can work less like you should go like do Play. other stuff like you don't you don't need to get straight a's like we know you're smart you know <laughs> she like didn't give a shit um i put a lot of pressure on myself a lot of that was like around teachers so it was i don't know yeah. interesting but and i think the other thing with confidence is i think especially as you get older and with body image stuff like my health issues forced me to detach any self-worth from the way i look and I think a lot of my confidence, like low confidence when I was younger, like was around image, you know? And then when you get pushed to the place of like your life is on the line, it was like, dude, fuck all this. I really didn't give a shit. And like, especially now with all the work I do in spirituality, I like don't see bodies as bodies. Like I don't give a shit at all. Literally just a vessel. Yeah. So I didn't even think about it in that way. And I I feel really grateful for those experiences because I think a lot of people tie, you know, their self-worth and their confidence is affected by your looks yeah that's um 
that's really hard, you know? So, but I think like, I think about like my core being confident. I have things that I'm like, oh, I don't know. Right. I have insecurities that pop up, but my core is confidence. And that has been knowing myself really fucking well. Like I spend more time with myself (laughs) than anybody else. I know myself really well. I'm fucking honest with myself, like being really honest with myself and continuing to like show up for me. The same way you build confidence in any relationship. Like if I'm like, I'm confident in this person as my friend, I'm confident in this person as my partner. How is that built? Like there are opportunities where it's like, I can trust them and they show up for me again and again and again. They see me. And so I do the same for myself. That's a great way to put it because it's like, you really do become more confident the more you know yourself. Mm -hmm. 100%. And I pay attention to who's around me. Like if you are around people all the time who talk shit about themselves or negative about themselves, like negative self-talk or judging other people, gossiping about other people, you're not going to feel good. Like really, it's very hard for me. I had this conversation with Camille, like we were around some people and I was like, I just can't, like they were lovely, but I can't be around people who talk so negatively to themselves. It like hurts me. Yeah. Like it was just a lot of like not being nice to themselves, like saying like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. And I'm just like, that's hard for me to be around. Oh, it's toxic. It's so sad. Yeah. And people who are really self-critical. Like I can't, I can't no. do it. it it's, it's too you hard. Like self-deprecating humor. It's like even that I'm just like. I mean, I, I feel like I do that a lot, but it's like loving. Yeah. I don't know. No, you know, it's not like you, what can, I was you can tell the thinking. energy around yeah. it for sure. I think it's just like when people, you can tell when someone is, it's like when someone says a joke and you're like, oh, they're depressed versus someone says a joke and it's like actually a joke. Yeah. You can tell the energy. And I think it's just when people are really hard on themselves and like engaging a lot of negative self-talk and you're around a lot of people like that, it's really hard to be confident yourself because you're like around that frequency all the time. So I think another way, like how do I keep that strong is like I surround myself with confident people. I surround myself with people who are uplifting, who are positive, who like love themselves. And, you know, it's just like getting out of a lot of that, I don't know, like gossipy, like negative energy. Yeah. For sure. It's draining. I mean, is there anything else for you? For what? Like confidence. Um, no, I feel like I think that the number one thing is it's really getting to know yourself. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, you get more confident with life experiences, but it's like so important when it comes back to finding a partner that they need to be matching your confidence level like on their own. Do you struggle with that? Um, hard to tell. I mean, I think with dating, it's hard to People put on masks. You can't really tell if they're genuinely confident or if it's just like a facade. So like within five dates, yeah. you have to like really get to know someone and see how they like process information and like how they speak and how they act in their actions. But I feel like I've attracted a lot of confident guys, mm-hmm. but sometimes it could be like a facade and you don't really know till later. So they're not confident. Yeah. But in dating, like the ones I've been recently like hanging out with all are very confident, but in like long-term relationships... I wouldn't know that because I do you think they're actually confident or they're pretending like they're confident I think one of them is and one of them isn't (laughs) there we go because I think that's the thing I think there are a lot of people that think they're confident I'm like no you're not yeah and (laughs) in dating you're selling yourself yeah and it's like so annoying so it's a lot of time people are just selling themselves like a fucking job interview and it's this allure well to me then that's like not the person you should be dating if that's the energy around dating of like selling selling themselves you know it's not so clear they're not like yeah it's not like i'm looking at them in this conversation thinking you're selling yourself but i know that's what they're in like subconsciously doing yeah which comes off it's kind of like a fake confident yeah it is fake confidence. it's 100 i mean it's attachment yeah like i don't get that 
I, I think the best it's like laid out all out on the table from the Same. beginning it's just like you're there you like me or, or you don't yeah you like me or you don't you're inner that's what i was saying like everybody right now is like are you getting on apps I'm like i don't need to fucking get on apps like no. i don't and i'm I, like i want somebody to like opt in to ever like just like know about me first <laughs> and then like uh, you can opt into it i don't want to explain no it's like for you it's work. different it's like you want people to know you yeah yeah I know. I'm still deciding if I like the apps or not. As of right now, I don't like them. <laughs> what do you want? Just I got I downloaded Hinge. I've like been back and forth of being on it, but yeah. and then I like delete it and then get back on it. But I just don't see it's like a dopamine hit. Yeah. And it's for just sure. it's not sustainable. I don't don't get me wrong, I think there are a lot of success stories that come from it. Yeah. So I met my ex from Hinge and it was a beautiful like year and a half relationship, but everyone would rather meet someone organically. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't think it really matters. It's like you just you got to open up the energetic doors, you yeah. know, uh, and somebody I was talking to somebody was like, I don't want to be on the apps because I think people are just so judgy. And I'm like, is that not the same thing as in person? I feel like on the apps, you have more information, like because you can see the answers and like what they're doing versus if you're go- she was like, I'd rather somebody just like come up to me when I'm out. And I'm like, well, they're definitely fucking judging you just based on like what you look like. And then they're choosing to come up to you. How is that any different? Like, at least on the app, they are knowing more information. And on the app, what's nice is there's, like, a prerequisite for, okay, you know what their personality is kind of about. Yeah, yeah. Versus, like, a cold date. You're like, I don't know anything about you. You can get the vibe of someone a little bit from a profile. Yeah. Which is nicer going into it. Totally. Totally. So, and I think even just, like, the little things, like, drinking, smoking, like, all of that. If they're spiritual, like, you can tell by their answers if they're, you know, conscious or what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Like, are they at the ocean doing yoga yeah (laughs) or yeah are you like showing pictures of partying with friends yeah well i heard that i'm hearing that lots of people are on bumble have you heard this yeah (laughs) i've been on bumble before maybe Uh, i should download bumble yeah maybe i don't know i don't i I can't i can't i got enough yeah i'm taking a break i'm telling you the universe is the best algorithm i agree just do it all energetically and see who gets delivered to like you could do that i will i feel like i'm gonna meet someone through work yeah for some reason. I could see that. I could see that for you. Like somehow. I think it's somebody you're going to overlook. Did you hear about when we, oh, you weren't here. So me and Camille and Sam had a sleepover and we all did relationship readings. Did you, did you hear about this? No. What happened? So we were like, oh, what can we do? I'm like, okay, we're going to do huge card pulls, like card spreads about our divine life partner. What do we need to know? <laughs> this took a fucking turn. <laughs> It was like, I thought it was going to be like, oh, like this is what they look like. Like all this like great, you know, like classic sleepover shit. Uh, and and what it turned into was like, <laughs> like an ass beating around what we need to each do to prepare like all of our wounds and like where we need to like shift our fucking energy. Uh, and they were like, you know, big pulls. And so we all got and we're like, fuck what that. Was yours? that took a t- Mine was getting out of my ego and like speaking my truth. And like, I think this is the thing. Dating for me has always been pretty easy. Like Sam and I were talking about this. She's like, I feel like you don't have dating problems. <laughs> and I'm like, it's been, cause I think because I've been so detached and I'm very used to like, I've dated really good guys. You know, I'm, I'm like used to being courted. And uh, that's kind of how I am. I'm like, I just chill. I do my thing and they come to me. I've never had an issue. <laughs> um, and my growth point is like, what would it take for me to actually like 
from the beginning express how I feel and speak up and say like, oh, I'm into you. Because I'm like the kind of person that will literally like wait until I've been dating someone for four months and they're like obsessed with me. The and, same way? Right. And like I – guys, like <laughs> I'll date people and they'll be like obsessed with me. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm like playing it cool. And then like, you know, four months I'm like, yeah, I guess I like you. <laughs> I do that stupid shit. Uh, so – which, you know, as I've gotten older, I've been, I was less, I was like my last relationship, I was pretty straightforward, but it didn't hit any edges. And they were basically saying like, I'm going to have to get over my ego and like, just speak my truth and say what I, what I need and what I want instead of waiting for that other person to kind of lead the whole thing. You know, I can see that for you. Cause that's like the heart opening part. Yeah. Which I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. So it wasn't about, you guys didn't get any answers about your... Oh, we got it. Like, I mean, the partner is. We got some answers. Uh, or how you're going to meet them and when. Uh, we got we got some answers. Okay. But I'm th- I think that it's going to be soon. Like, you know, I just got my astrology reading with Cassie. And I told you this. It's my solar return year and it's my year of Relationship? Love. Relationship, yeah. Oh, my this God. This year is about long-term partnership. So business and relationship. That makes so, sense. Like between – so from until my next birthday. And like the energy right now for me, my pattern app, everything is like release everything and just like let yourself be in a whirlpool because everything's synchronicities. And I've seen that. Like I feel like my life has been fucking insane recently, more so than usual. And I'm like I feel like someone's just, just going to like drop in. I can so see that. So either like I have one more person and then my person or the next person's my person. Oh, my God. That's how I feel. But – I'm excited. Yeah. I think – yeah, whatever – <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to spill the tea on Sam and Camille without their permission. No, yeah, I'll ask but, myself. Uh, yeah, that was the main. I'm trying to think if there's anything else for me. That was like the main like growth point because I tend to, yeah, I like shell up in romantic relationships. Like we're so similar. It's we ridiculous. Are. It's hard for me. Like I'm good in everything else, but, and I think I just expect people to not get it. Yeah. So I don't, and I have a I have a history of. Like, I built a story around if I express my emotions, I get rejected. Like, I have, like, every time I express my emotions, I get rejected in the sense of, like, punished mm-hmm. for it in some way. And so that is, like, the growth point of, like, expressing how I'm feeling and not anticipating there's going to be a blow up. Because that was, like, a story throughout my whole life that I had created. And I think the last person I did it actually really helped me with that because he really pushed me to talk. Like, mm-hmm. I need somebody who will pull it out of me. Yeah. Because I'll be like, I'm fine. And and he would be like, no, like, That's give how me I more. Too. And so he was super good for me, um, helping me with that. And, like, actually, because there's so much healing that happens in a relationship when we have the opportunity to just show up in a new pattern, right? So if you're used to people not caring or not giving a shit or responding in a certain way, the one dynamic where somebody's like, I genuinely want to know how you're doing, like, tell me more. And they receive you really well and you feel that, like, that heals that heals oh my it. god! And you feel seen. Yeah, and you're like, okay, there's another option available for me. That's that's so, it. You just gotta you gotta attract in the opportunities to to heal it. Yeah, shift the energy. We didn't know where this was gonna go, but I love where it went. It went some it went someplace. <laughs> let us know what you guys think. Yeah, let us know. Uh, what did we even talk about? No one knows. What am I gonna title this? I don't know. <laughs> Quick to get the ick. <laughs> Is I that what you said? That's what I said. <laughs> quick to get the ick. That's <laughs> what so Teal said. She comes over today. She's like, I was quick to get the ick. <laughs> That's what I'm calling it. I like I that. I love it. All right, you guys. If you uh, if you like the title, 
Or if you like the episode, share on social media, tag me, tag at Christine on the channel podcast and tag at teal.cooper. Let us know what you thought. Thanks again so much for listening in. Hope you have an amazing rest of your day and we'll chat with you again next episode.